Welcome to the Daring DVM podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to use psychology, coaching, and your doctor brain to rewire your mind and get what you want in life. I am your host, Dr. Amy Grimm, veterinary life coach, life work alignment pro, and UC Davis vet school grad. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number five of the Daring DVM podcast. Today, I want to get a little more coachy with you, and I want to teach you about one of the most important tools that you can use to coach yourself and to improve your own life. And that tool is questions. Specifically, how do you ask yourself empowering questions, questions that serve you? And not the bullshit types of questions that you've probably been asking yourself up until now. Nope. We are going to be talking about the power of questions and why questions are such a key tool in your life. And we're also going to talk about the four questions that you can start asking yourself today. Questions that will allow you to create awareness in your life and to get you started on your journey to creating the amazing, inspiring life that you actually want to live. Before we get started, I wanted to take a minute to thank those of you who have rated this podcast and have left a review or have sent me DMs on Instagram. I love hearing from you. And I know that it takes time and effort on your part to give a rating, leave a comment, or send me feedback. And I am so thankful when you do. And if you're someone who's been listening and hasn't yet rated the podcast, please do so. This helps me reach more people, and it helps me share this knowledge for free. And if you'd like to leave feedback or just connect with me, come to at DaringDVM on Instagram and drop me a comment or DM me. I would love to hear from you. Okay, so back to today's topic, how to ask yourself questions and how to use questions to create the life that you want. The way I like to do this is by following the philosophy of ask a great question every day. This is something I've written on one of those little sticky notes, and it is on the wall in front of my desk so that I can remind myself, one, to do this, ask a great question every day, and two, just how important this tool really is. The reason asking empowering questions is so important is because of a little principle called confirmation bias. This is the tendency of your brain to interpret new evidence as confirmation of your existing thoughts and beliefs. Basically, your brain wants to prove your existing beliefs true, and it does this by looking for answers to questions that you are asking yourself, and also by looking for evidence in the world that supports your current thinking. We all ask ourselves questions every single day, all day long. Things like, how can I get this done? What am I going to eat today? Why can't I find a partner? Why is my life so hard? Why does my job suck? What's wrong with me? How am I going to get through this? Why did they do that to me? What did I do to deserve this? What will they think of me? When is it going to get better? Why is it taking so long? 
Why is this happening to me? Why do I keep doing this to myself? Why am I so fat? Why am I so dumb? Why am I so broke? Why can't I get it together? Notice how so many of these are negative, dead-end questions. They do not serve us. All you're going to get are a bunch of negative answers that will keep you stuck. So teaching yourself to ask better questions is really, really powerful. When you ask yourself questions, your brain is going to try its best to come up with answers for you. Your brain is going to brain. So the key to retraining your brain is to start asking different, better questions. In coaching, questions are the tools we use to change our lives. By asking yourself high-quality, empowering questions, you will get creative and inspiring answers. Your brain goes to work, searching for the answers to the questions that you are presenting. So if you ask, how can I be happier? Your brain will come back with amazing ideas. As opposed to, if you ask yourself, why am I sad all the time? In which case, your brain will give you answers that confirm your belief that you are sad. These two questions deal with the same problem, but you can see how one sets you up for success and finding solutions that will ultimately help you create happiness for yourself, while the other will keep you stuck. The key takeaway here is, the higher quality of the question, the higher quality the answer will be. Now, before we continue, I want to make a side note for those of you who are asking, well, what if I don't know? When I ask myself the question, how can I be happier? My brain responds with, I don't know. For those of you thinking this way, I would like to offer you that actually you do know. You have so much wisdom inside of you. And when you answer questions with, I don't know, I'm confused, I can't decide, you're actually blocking yourself from your own wisdom. These answers shut the door on your path to self-discovery. What I would encourage you to do is to learn to open the door to possibility. The possibility that you do know. Even if it's something that you don't know the exact answer to right now, instead of saying, I don't know, learn to say, I'm learning. I'm figuring it out. I am giving myself the opportunity. And this will keep that door open just enough for your brain to get curious and to start figuring out how you're going to figure out the answer. Another great trick to use on your brain when your answer is, I don't know, is to ask yourself, what if I did know the answer to this question? If I did know the answer to this question, what would I say? So many of us doctors are perfectionists, and many times our brain won't give us an answer because it may not be perfect enough. It may not be the correct answer. And the way you get around this is by allowing your brain the freedom to guess. The answer doesn't have to be perfect or correct. But if I did know the answer, what do I guess it may be? 
So here's an example. If you ask yourself, why can't I find a partner? Your brain will come back to you with a ton of negative self-defeating answers because you have incorporated a negative belief into your question. The negative belief that you are unable to find a partner. So you're giving your brain the job of proving that negative belief correct by bringing you all the reasons that you think you cannot find someone. Your brain is a very powerful tool. It may come up with answers like, I'm not pretty enough. I'm too fat. I'm too busy to find time to date. If I were meant to be with someone, I would have already found someone. Maybe I'm just not that desirable. Heck, if you're anything like me, your brain will go on for days. And what I've learned through my own self-coaching journey is that the way to start changing this for yourself is to start incorporating an empowering belief into your question instead. This is how you will come up with answers that are empowering. Answers that inspire and motivate you. Answers that support you and serve you. For example, I could change it to, how can I find a partner and enjoy the process of dating? Or how can I find someone who recognizes how amazing I am? You will likely come up with much more creative and inspiring answers and ideas that will move you closer to your goal. I'm going to encourage you to think about this right now. Take a moment, pause this episode if you want, and see if you can identify the questions that you ask yourself on a regular basis. You might even have one main question about something in your life that you want to evaluate. And you may be surprised at what kinds of questions you've been asking yourself. For me, one of the main questions I had when I was working full-time in general practice was, why does my job have to be such a struggle sometimes? And I would inevitably think of all the things that I thought were making my job suck and making me struggle. And one day, when asking myself this question, my brain answered me with, it doesn't. And that was one of those light bulb moments for me. It doesn't. My job does not have to be a struggle. The only reason I keep struggling internally is because of the belief that I have that my job is a struggle. So instead, I started asking myself, what are all the ways in which this job is perfect for me right now? And I also started asking, how can I end the struggle with my job and create a life at work that I want and that I enjoy? Suddenly, I began to get very different answers. And these answers are ultimately what started my journey to where I am now and what I do for work today. Whatever your question is, decide if it's empowering, and if it isn't, change it immediately. Write your empowering question on a post-it note and put it everywhere in your house. Make it a reminder on your phone that pops up throughout the day. Whatever you need to do to keep it in the front and center of your mind. Your brain will go to work for you and most likely 
come up with a ton of amazing solutions. Okay, so that was a mini lesson on asking empowering questions. Now, I want to dive into using questions to coach yourself. We use questions all the time in coaching. We use them to reveal what we are thinking, and then we get curious about what we are thinking, and we ask ourselves, why? Why do I think this? And then we ask, do I want to keep thinking this? Does this way of thinking serve me? Awareness is everything. We have, on average, over 60,000 thoughts a day. So if you're not aware of the 60,000 thoughts that are going through your head every single day, it's going to become a hot freaking mess in there. And there's nothing more damaging for your life than an unsupervised mind. The scary thing is, most people are living their lives on default. They don't pay attention to what they're thinking. And they operate on default, on assumptions and ways of thinking that they don't even realize they're doing. And this, my friend, is not living at all. If you're unaware of what's going on in your mind, then you are essentially dying by default. You're wasting your opportunity to create and live the life that you want. And this is why asking questions is so important. So what I'd like to teach you next are the four questions that you should ask yourself to help you create awareness and to start you on your journey to creating the life that you want to live. The first question is, what am I thinking? Do you even know what you're thinking on a regular basis? One of the things that I want my clients to discover is what they are thinking. That is, creating awareness. What are you thinking when you're stressing about work? What are you thinking right before you snap and yell at your technician? What are you thinking after you come home and eat a pint of ice cream or drink half a bottle of wine because you had a stressful day? We really want to have a look in your brain to understand. The process of doing this, of asking yourself, what am I thinking, is called a thought download. You can do this as a generality, like a way for you to do a brain dump of all the thoughts that you have going on in your mind, or you can do it more specifically, like asking yourself, what are you thinking about a specific problem or circumstance or person in your life? You do this by taking a page of paper and writing, what am I thinking? Or what am I thinking about this specific thing? And then you use that page to write down all the thoughts that come up for you. You can set a timer if you want. Give yourself at least 10 minutes, probably more, and keep writing until you're done. Unload it all. Don't think about what you're writing. Don't worry about it. Don't try to fix it or try to think of better ways to think about it. Just get it out of your brain and onto paper so you can see it. Writing it down so you have something tangible in front of you is key. Once you've written it all down, this is your thought download. This reveals so much of you to yourself. It is very powerful to have a look at your own mind. Many of my clients are like, 
No wonder I'm stressed out all the time. Look at what's going on in my brain. What is so amazing about this process is that so many of us have no idea what we're thinking. So this is how we start to discover what we're thinking. And a lot of it is very negative. Many times, we end up disappointed and overwhelmed with all the shit going on inside our brain. It's like when a client brings you a 10-year-old cat that they've had for its entire life, but this is its very first vet visit, and they're bringing it to you for some minor problem that they've noticed at home. But once you get in there, and you do your exam, and perform some basic diagnostics, you discover there is a whole lot more going on with this cat than what the initial appointment was scheduled for. It can be a lot. So if this rings true for you, and you notice that you're feeling overwhelmed with your thought download, don't despair. It is normal, and it is not a reason to stop asking yourself questions. If you remember from previous episodes, what you think will determine how you feel, and what you feel will determine what actions you take and ultimately, the result that you get. So if you want to know what the results of your current life look like, look at your thoughts. And how do you look at your thoughts? By asking yourself questions. And a great place to start is by asking, what am I thinking? The second question you want to ask yourself is, why am I choosing to think this way? This question is such an awesome tool because it gives you back responsibility for what you are thinking. Here's the thing. It's really important. Most of us do not take responsibility for what we think. We do not direct our minds. We do not deliberately control our thoughts and choose what we want our brain to focus on. Most of us are living or dying by default. If you're not taking responsibility for your thoughts and feelings, then this is a very powerful question for you to ask yourself. Once you've identified what you're thinking, ask yourself, why am I choosing to think this? This question places the responsibility on you and reminds you that every thought is a choice. If you're thinking really negative things about yourself, about your body, about the people in your life, about your job, about anything, then ask yourself, why am I choosing to think this? This question is a reminder that your circumstances are not causing your feelings. Your thoughts are. And if your thoughts are choices, then you are the only one responsible for what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and what you're doing. So let me give you an example. You do a thought download about work, and you learn that one of the biggest challenges you face is time management. So if you're asking yourself, why can't I manage my time at work? Your answer may be, because I don't have the ability. I haven't managed my time well before this, and I'm certainly not managing it well now either. I don't know how to manage my time. And if you have an underlying belief that you don't have the ability, that you're somehow incapable of managing your time, you're going to feel hopeless or maybe overwhelmed. 
you're going to feel like you don't have any control over your day. And you're going to act that out by not following through on the things that you need to get done. And the result will probably be that you won't get everything completed, which of course will prove to you that you don't have the ability to manage your time. So ask yourself, why am I choosing to think that I cannot manage my time at work? And if you answer yourself with something like, well, I procrastinate, I don't do things on time because I'm a procrastinator. Hmm, interesting. You've now learned something about yourself. One of the main reasons we procrastinate is because we are using it as an excuse to avoid some other underlying negative emotion. For example, maybe you are one of those vets out there who suffers with imposter syndrome. So you delay calling a client back with their pet's lab results because you don't want to face the negative emotions that come up for you when you're feeling like an imposter and you're scared that the client is going to notice. So you waste a bunch of mental energy and time by dreading it and having it on the back of your mind all day when you could have just called them back sooner and completed the task. So you started by asking yourself, what am I thinking? And you learned that you don't think you have the ability to manage your time well. And then you asked, why am I choosing to think that I don't have the ability to manage my time? And in this particular scenario, you learned it's because you are viewing yourself as an imposter. And you're avoiding dealing with the negative feelings of being an imposter by delaying the task of calling the client and then worrying about it all day and not doing it or doing it at the very last minute thereby proving to yourself that you procrastinate and that you don't manage your time well. And we all know this does not feel good. So if you are someone who is struggling consistently with following through and is instead procrastinating, a powerful question for you could be, how can I feel my feelings in this moment? What can I do to tap into my feelings and feel them all the way through instead of procrastinating. Your brain would love to go to work to solve that issue for you. If you realize that the reason you're delaying the phone call is because you don't feel confident, then your brain can go to work looking for solutions for you and finding the information you need to be confident in making the call and your recommendations. And once you start to be aware of this, you start to ask yourself better questions. Like, how can I manage my time at work today? How can I manage my time without getting distracted or procrastinating? And then your brain will go to work finding answers that will serve you. And if you start doing this and getting shit done and feeling good about it, you're also going to open yourself up to the possibility that maybe, one, you're not a procrastinator, and two, you're not an imposter. And you're going to start recognizing all the ways in which you're doing a good job and the ways in which you are a good doctor. So many times we have misguided reasons for why we think what we think. Sometimes they're illogical. And when we bring them to our own awareness and we really have a look at our thoughts, then we can ask ourselves if it's really a thought that we want to keep choosing to think.
from there, we can change it, or at the very least, explore why we are thinking it. So to recap, there are four questions you are going to start asking yourself. The first one is, what am I thinking? The second one is, why am I choosing to think this? Now the third question that will really serve you here is, how does this thought feel? When you ask yourself what you're thinking, and then you ask yourself why you're choosing to think this way, the next question is, how does this thought feel? Because you want to know how each one of the thoughts that you're thinking feels, because if it doesn't feel great, you might want to consider changing it. The answer to the question, how does this thought feel, is a one-word emotion. It makes me feel, insert emotion. It makes me feel great. It makes me feel sad. It makes me feel happy. It makes me feel frustrated. Come up with the emotion that the thought is causing you to feel. So in our previous example, you were thinking that you don't have the ability to manage your time at work. And when you asked, why am I choosing to think this? You discovered that you have an underlying belief that you are an imposter. When you think the thought of, I'm an imposter, how do you feel? Most people come back with emotions like fraudulent or inferior. Now, these feelings don't feel good. And if the feeling does not feel good to you, this is an indication that maybe the thought is not one that serves you. And if you want to feel a different way, then you can choose to change your thought. And this is where we circle back to empowering questions. What are the ways in which I am not an imposter? What are the ways in which I am a good doctor? How am I learning to manage my time well? In what ways am I already managing my time well? How can I give myself the opportunity to discover what an awesome doctor I actually am? What are all the ways in which I'm crushing it? This is the simple method by which you start to retrain your brain. Now the fourth question is for those of you who may be struggling to figure out what you're thinking. You may just notice that you don't feel great. You feel kind of bad. You're having some kind of negative emotion. One of the really good questions for self-awareness is, what is the thought that is causing the way I feel right now? Your feelings are your signals. And if you notice that you're not feeling great, then this is a signal to you that it is time to ask yourself, what am I feeling? And what is the thought that's causing this feeling? If you're feeling anxious, you can ask yourself, what is the thought causing my feeling of anxiety right now? If you're feeling sad, what is the thought causing my feeling of sadness currently? It's just another way into your mind, another way of getting to know yourself and discovering what's going on with you. What is the thought causing this feeling? If you want to practice this, you can do it right now. Ask yourself how you're feeling right now. Once you get the answer to that, remember it's a one-word description of an emotion, feeling happy, feeling sad, feeling upset, feeling frustrated. Once you get the answer, ask yourself, what thought is causing the way I feel right now? And then get to work on being curious 
and asking yourself, why? These four questions will open up an awareness to you and give you so much of your power back and your responsibility back that you will be able to move forward in a way that you might have never done before. Just becoming aware of your mind can bring you so much clarity and ability to create something different. Here are the four questions again. Write them down if you want to practice them. 1. What am I thinking? 2. Why am I choosing to think this? 3. How does this thought feel? And if you want to approach it from another angle, number 4. What thought is causing the way I feel right now? Asking questions is such an awesome tool. Look into your mind and see the questions that you're asking every single day. Notice if you like the question. Notice if you like the answer. And then decide what do you want your brain to work on. It will work on anything you give it to work on. So give it an empowering question and send it to work for you. My challenge to you, dear listener, is to pick one great question to ask yourself every day. Here are some ideas if you need help. How can I complete my tasks for the day and have fun at the same time? What can I do to laugh today? How can I make today better than yesterday? How will I make my future more exciting than my past? How can I make myself a priority so I have more to give to others? What am I grateful for? What do I love about myself? How can I honor my body today? What can I do to feel my emotions instead of hiding from them? How can I become more connected to my inner happiness? How can I make choices that benefit me and everyone around me at the same time? How can I live my best life? If you want great answers, ask great questions. When you ask a great question, you will come up with amazing thoughts. When you are inquisitive about yourself, you can find ways to focus your brain and tell it what to think. Remember, your brain is an amazing tool. It is a tool that is there to serve you. Your brain doesn't really care what it thinks. It just wants to bring you the answers to the questions that you're thinking. And it wants to be efficient at what it does. Your brain wants to brain. So if you're thinking that you want to get more out of life than what you're currently getting, start thinking of great questions. And then put your brain to work on creating useful, creative, inspiring, helpful, transformative answers. As always, I hope this is helpful to you and that you will apply it to your own life. And if you'd like help doing so, come join my coaching program, which is found on my website, www.daringdvm.com. I would love to help you on your journey and to teach you how to create the life that you want to live. I love who you are, and even more than that, I love who you're becoming. Dare to dream, take care, and I'll see you next week.
If you love what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come check out the Dare to Dream coaching program. It's where you can get individual help applying the concepts to your own life. This is where you can learn new coaching tools not shared on the podcast that will up-level your life even more. It's where I help other veterinarians who are struggling, just like I once was, to create and cultivate their dream life. Helping you is my favorite thing to do, and it will change your life. I guarantee it. Come join at www.daringdvm.com. That's daringdvm.com. I cannot wait to meet you there.